Hello, and welcome to the Antioch Fort Worth Women's Podcast. At Antioch, our desire is to connect women of different life stages and ethnicities for fellowship, discipleship, and encounters with the Trinity that will lead to living missional lives. We pray that this podcast will bring life to your mind, body, and spirit. Hello, my name is Lindy Pinkston. I'm the Women's Connection Pastor at Antioch Fort Worth, and I want to welcome you to the Antioch Fort Worth Women's Monthly Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today in month three of a focus on loving ourselves well so that we can love our neighbors well. And loving ourselves and others will well will help us orient to loving God with all we have in us. This idea comes from Mark 12, verses 29 through 31. I just want to remind us all um, that we're in this little series. And in the message it says, Jesus says, Listen, Israel, the Lord your God is one, so love the Lord your God with all of your passion, your prayer, and intelligence, and energy. And this is the second, love others as well as you love yourselves. There is no other commandment that ranks with these. That's the message um, interpretation, and I love that. And so, um, Anna Brown did an amazing job with sharing about self-compassion in September, and Elizabeth Woolshusen also did an exceptional exceptional job sharing with us last month the value of knowing and sharing our story. And we have another dear friend of many women here at Antioch, Fort Worth, Eileen Curry. Hello, Eileen. Hi, Lindy. Welcome to the Antioch Fort Worth podcast. Thank you. Well, before, um, Eileen, before you get started, why don't you share a little bit about yourself, how long you've been at Antioch, a few things you enjoy doing, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. So I'm Eileen, and I've been at Antioch for about a year and a half. Uh, I became a Christian when I was in middle school. And I've been really fortunate to be part of churches that held a love for Jesus and mm. pursuing Him in His Word above all else. Good. I uh, I have a strong heart for justice and truth. I've been shepherded by God to simply follow Him and where He's leading me. Um, by day, I'm a craniofacial and pediatric plastic surgeon at Cook Children's, and by night, I'm doing Antioch Discipleship <laughs> School. And that's your I, night job? That's my that's part of my night job, yeah. and uh, I, I lead a life group with three friends currently. Um, and I'm really in a season of, of really leaning into Jeremiah 10, 23. Mm. It says, in the New Living Translation version, I really like it. It says, I know, Lord, that our lives are not our own. And so I say, I know, Lord, that my life is not my own. It's good. I am not able to plan my own course. Mm. So correct me, Lord, but please be gentle. Do not correct me in anger, for I would die. Um, well put. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. But yeah, the New Living Translation just really illustrates that well for me. But mm-hmm. as far as uh, what I like to do, uh-huh. I love to travel and plan yes, adventures. Yeah. So I am trying to finish all 50 states. Yeah, and I, this is impressive. Yeah. So I, I just got back from finishing three states, and so I'm at 48 Right oh, now. So what are the two you haven't hit? I'm I'm missing North Dakota and Alaska. Alaska. Yes. Okay. So, North Dakota. So I'm going to plan those adventures. Um, so I love to travel. But in contrast, the other thing that I love to do mm-hmm. is have free time at home alone with my cats. <laughs> 
Yeah, she does love her cats. Yes. So, uh, so whether I'm here or I'm traveling, I do have two things that I really enjoy. Good. Well, I'm glad that you were able to fit us in in, in between surgery and discipleship school and life group and travels, yes. <laughs> all of which you've done this last week. Uh, I know you've done a lot of traveling this last week, so congratulations on hitting three more states. Thank you. Um, so, Eileen, we're going to talk today about just the importance, again, of loving ourselves and in knowing our identity in Jesus in that he's created us um, to be enough. Mm-hmm. And even we were joking about that word enough, but w- w- earlier before we had this podcast, but what do you, why do you think it's important that we talk about this, about loving ourselves and, and knowing our worth in, in Jesus and that we are enough? Sure. Um, I think at the core of loving ourselves is the issue of our identity in God mm. and just that we're uniquely created out of the Father's love for us. Yeah. And so I have to believe I'm unique, I'm thoughtfully created, and I'm loved. Yeah. And uh, in our pursuit to be more Christ-like, we we should do as the Father does. Mm -hmm. And so if the Father created me that way and loves me that way, then I should love myself that way. That's good. Um, And so if we don't believe it, we have a central misunderstanding of the gospel or Mm -hmm. of the Father's love. And I think that that central understanding is what limits kind of the amount of uh that we're able to be filled with god's love right and experience that love and in turn how much we let it flow out to others how much we let ourselves love our neighbor as ourselves. yeah because it's hard to love your neighbor if you don't love yourself i mean honestly right it's hard to give what you don't have belief systems right and and if we if we muster up love for our neighbor when we don't love ourselves, i don't think that's a love that's flowing from God. I mm-hmm. think that's kind of functioning out of ourselves. Yeah. And that's what drains you. That's yeah. what leaves you empty. I've never done that before. I don't have any idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. I mean, we have to talk, right. tap into the Father. Right. But, that's good. But the, you know, the, we, we discussed the idea of, am I enough? Right. You know, before we started this and, and it's almost the idea of, I have enough mm. or, he is enough. Right. You know, and Absolutely. so if I'm able to function from that place, mm-hmm. then I'm I'm like living in the Father's love. And so Second Corinthians twelve, nine through ten, perfect says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, therefore I will boast, I like Paul himself or Eileen will boast all the more gladly about weakness. And right. so even in the areas where I feel weak, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that he is not strong. You know, right. so Absolutely. that's where his power comes from. Right. That's good. I love that. Well, um, what are some ways that you have learned to love yourself? Yeah, that's that's a big one. So, um, in my case, loving myself felt very compartmentalized. Okay. And so I I knew a lot of things that I felt really good at mm-hmm. and that I loved myself in. Um, but some of the areas of my life, I did not love myself. And, mm-hmm. and um, it was really contingent on, at that time, what did my body look like, for mm-hmm. example? Or did I think that I was lovable to the world? Right. And so um, I, I just found like worthiness or love from... Um, from other people or if they enjoyed spending time with me as well. 
So, like, there were parts of your life maybe that you felt okay, but there were other parts that you just did not. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there were just areas of myself that I did not feel like I loved about myself and that really were... um, were really bringing my, me down. Right, And right. especially in my case around areas of body image. Okay. Um, around my relationship with food and um, just um, really on the idea of beauty. Right, right. Um, and it, so in the ways that I learned to love myself uh-huh. was um, ways that I started to pursue what are you know? Where are the areas that I don't love myself? Right, and actually acknowledging them and saying, "Okay, I'm going to actually work on this area." Right, exactly, and uh, um, and so I I went through a lot of different things that helped me find those areas. One of a big a big one of which was counseling and mm-hmm. working with you know believers in Jesus who yes. really helped me work through um, the the areas in my life where I was having a difficulty seeing myself as that um, individual created in the image of God. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I plug in for counseling, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It is, um, there's some people that the Lord is gifted and they're trained and, and can help you work through things that other people can't. And so I love that. Right. And so the other, those other little ways that I learned to mm-hmm. um, love myself were or maybe do actions that I would do for someone else that I loved. So, you know, if if I loved someone else, I would encourage them to rest. Right. And so learning to rest in my surgeon life was harder, and right. I have to learn to do that more. Or learning to set boundaries mm-hmm. um, at work or with others. Right. Um, and then, uh, and then uh, beyond that, through the process of counseling through process of really working through my own feelings about my body and my relationship with food I I chose to have weight loss surgery right to to find freedom in you know continuing to work on my body my eating habits yes. and um and to really love myself better right how's that going it's it's going well I mean it's a it's a real journey you're cheap um, well you're eight weeks I'm I'm now probably about two and a half months. Two and a half months after okay. surgery. Okay. Yeah, and uh, that that process was a, a the process to decide to have it was a difficult one. Right. And in a lot of ways, I came. I had to accept some of the misconceptions that I held about myself mm-hmm. uh, and about my own struggles with food right. and body image because there were areas where I I just wasn't quite yet to decide on surgery in the past. Right. And um and working through a lot of those issues helped me pursue something that has provided a lot of freedom. Yeah, so encouraging. Thanks yeah. for sharing that. Yeah. Absolutely. I know that was a big process for you trying to hear the Lord on that and just the confirmations you've gotten and how the Lord has just been meeting you there. Right. And all all before, during, after. And so Yeah. And it's it's an ongoing process yes. and it it takes a community of people that I can be pretty honest with right. just about those um, those thoughts, you yes. know, my perspective, whether it's like past thought patterns or right. now 
what are what are the anticipated unanticipated things that are coming up that uh, that I'm learning mm-hmm. as I as I continue this this journey of freedom from my relationship with food and weight loss and yes. just the way in which I view myself yes. regardless. Wow. Way to go. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, as we've been talking about this idea, how you work through um, the idea that, that Jesus makes you complete, right? That he makes you enough. Even though we're not enough, we kind of talked about that. Yeah. But um, even, even when circumstances aren't what you would like sometimes, how do you know God sees you um, as like, like you described, like I've created you unique, mm-hmm. special, and in me, you are enough, Eileen, you know, with right. Jesus. So tell me, like, kind of, you, you've shared some of those, but when circumstances aren't, like I said, in the past, what you wanted them to be, how has Jesus met you? Um, I think that there are some ways I'm going to say kind of universally, like, let's say global truth, and then I'll get down to some specifics. Mm-hmm. Um one of the ways is just continuing to recognize the father's heart for me mm, no matter what yeah so i if i knew one bible verse before i was a christian mm-hmm. it probably was psalm 23 cuz it mm. hung in my grandmother's house i love it and so uh that has been a place that i returned to and i I, I mean, I just could just dwell there. And I'll put in a plug for the um, the book, A Shepherd Looks at Psalm 23 yes. by Phyllis Keller. It's old, but it's good. Yes. It's, it, it is such a simple read, and my temptation or my natural inclination would be to just speed read it. Right. But that's a book that I really slowly processed and kind of tore apart Mm -hmm. because it so beautifully illustrates the story of a shepherd taking care of a simple little lamb right so that a little lamb actually in a circumstance that was unanticipated like a valley of a shadow of death you know that's those are the circumstances where it's it's just not like what we planned or what it looked like Yes, that happens many times in life, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And so, to me, I'm I'm able to go through those unanticipated times or, you know, when the circumstances aren't what I expected by by those truths that I've I've, um, ingested or that Mm -hmm. I've, you know, absorbed. Right. Um, So that's kind of, that's a... A process of me working through the Lord mm-hmm. but I mentioned it before I also think that in some of the areas in which circumstances aren't what you expected I had to go back and re-examine what was the expectation <laughs> and why did I have that expectation right, right. so you know being being really vulnerable why did I why am I at a point where the circumstance is that I'm surprised that I'm unmarried, for example. Yeah. And so, you know, I I just, growing up, think I always held a certain expectation that I would meet someone and get married. Right. And so I'm now in a circumstance where that's different. Yeah. And so I, I go back and I reevaluate, you know, what are the truths of, like, the Bible? Right. And then what are the promises that the Father gave me personally? Right. And then what assumptions did I make or incorrect 
things did I kind of assume along the way, whether it was because of the culture around me right. within the church or in the world. Right. And I have to kind of painfully process that mm. and maybe mourn some of the like hopes or expectations yes. that I had yes. that never came from the father, but he, he's still willing to meet me there. Right. I think it was something you, a couple of things you said that kind of hit home to me is the whole grieving and mourning and like really taking the time to grieve those areas and not to stuff them because they always come back out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and maybe five years later, or maybe 10 years later. And usually they've grown and they become bigger, right? Versus yeah. when you feel that, just being like, okay, I'm going to go there. I'm going to have that emotion. I'm going to grieve that. Even go through the stages of grieving, you know, um, to, to find resolution on those areas. And, right. and something else, this is not about this podcast, but something that I just love is I just have to put a plug in. Like, we just don't know the seeds that we're planting in our kids' hearts. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, the Psalm 23 on your grandmother's wall, and you didn't know the Lord. You know, yeah. we just don't know what people see in our homes or what people hear us say that don't know the Lord as you're walking through school and you're maybe you have kids in a school that kids don't know the Lord and the seeds that we can plant all over and how they take root and then they the Lord breathes on them and they bring life you yeah. know and so that's just because I know Psalms 23 is so important to you I didn't mm-hmm. realize the connection with your grandmother yeah but that I'm just it's a little plug we're all seed throwers so just you know that we're just being intentional with that it's so good yeah I, I totally agree when when I was a believer when I was about in college I sent her a handwritten mm-hmm. framed version of the end of Psalm 23 Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days right. of my life, and I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And that sat at her bedside wow. until she passed away. Aww. And it's now at my bedside. I love that. Yeah. Wow. Well, as we are kind of um, wrapping up, is there anything else you just want to share with us? Like anything else that you have found as anchoring in this journey you've had? Yeah, I... I have just real practicals. Mm-hmm. Like, um, the, there's a book that really helped me examine my relationship with myself, mm-hmm. um, with others, and with God. It's called Reaching Out by okay. Henri Nouwen. Oh, yeah. That's um, Look at you, Henri Nouwen. Most people say Henry Nouwen. I was, gonna, I was, the other, I was at a conference a few weeks ago, and they were saying Henri Nouwen, and we had this big discussion. Look at you. On, by Henri? Well, yeah. Okay. Um, and then worship. I'm currently mm. just in love with the song "The One You Love" by Maverick City Music, mm. and I, I just sing it over myself. And Good for you. there are there are days where maybe I need to hear it more right. than others. Um, and then after a really hard season in my life, I was was sitting with a woman, and she said. For identity, in order to declare identity, read Ephesians 1 mm. over yourself, replacing your name right. in every place. That's and good. so, you know, I won't read the whole thing, but it yeah. says, Blessed be the God and Father of Eileen's Lord, Jesus Christ, mm. who has blessed Eileen yeah. in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the yes. heavenly places. And it just goes on in order to declare the ways in which he created you and he adopted yeah, you. Yeah, so good. And um, 
it's it's just a declaration of God's word over yourself. Yes. Um, and then lastly, you know, real practical is be vulnerable in community, mm. work through those things, and then embrace the, the areas or the times in which you you would benefit from professionals stepping in. Right. Like, like I chose counselors at a time where I, I wanted that dedicated professional to sit with me and partner with me. Yes. I mean, there are times when you can... Huggle your kids face together. <laughs> no, just kidding, but not. And the times you want Eileen to put the to sew the the scar back together, right? Because yes. you're a professional and you're trained that way. Right. Sorry, I just had to insert that with your being a surgeon and all. Um, yeah, I just I love that. You know, in Ephesians, hard is even praying that just to put a plug in for those um, who are following us with Graydon Jones, our discipleship pastor has created a, a spiritual practices book that booklet not a book and it's y'all it is so good and christina's in here because she's helping us do this podcast so hi christina hi. <laughs> but great and it's really good and this week is um praying scripture which is yeah. what you just did so easy to insert our names in a verse and be like it come alive I'm like wow it just takes on a whole nother meeting and so i love that yeah. um so I encourage everybody to do that this week get out your bibles and Pray Ephesians 1, replacing your name. I love that. Yeah. So at the end of every podcast, I like to ask just a fun question. Um, actually, I've been asking the same question, so it's not different. But um, give us, just for fun, an ideal day. Um, and then I want you just to pray for everybody that's listening, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been thinking about this ideal day, and I'm so influenced by the weather and how hot it's been. Because yeah. I'll, I'll be I'll be honest that my my heaven on earth spot mm. is Barton Springs Pool in Austin, Texas. Okay, it's a natural spring that is finished on the sides, but it runs about sixty seven to sixty nine degrees, yeah. so it is chilly. Yes, and and so. You know, one of my ideal days is let's say it's ninety degrees outside. Okay, not a hundred. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's it's maybe a dry heat. Mm-hmm. It's been a warm day, fun in the sun, mm-hmm. and then go and jump in Barton Springs pool, and it has it has a beautiful view of the Austin skyline. Nice. It's just so refreshing. Never been there. I need to uh, go. Let's yeah. Go. Well. <laughs> yeah. But but now as the weather is turning, I do really also like that. So a, a cozy fall day does not sound bad to me either right now. Well, the weather is going to be shifting here soon. So um, yes. Yeah. We're we're believing for it. So. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing. I just love your story. Thank I love you. your vulnerability, and I know this is going to be encouraging to someone else who's listening. Yeah. And why don't you just pray as we end our time here? Absolutely. Dear Lord. Uh, I just thank you for your love for us, and I I pray that you would just demonstrate your Father's heart of mm-hmm. love to each of us mm-hmm. as we uh, as we go about our day, Lord. Um, meet us in in the ways in which you designed us. Uh, if you designed us with certain love languages, Lord, just meet us with those, um, and uh, let us really absorb the truth of your love for us. Father, we we praise you that you are enough, and therefore I am enough, Lord. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I just pray for boldness to be vulnerable. I pray for discernment of ways to ways to examine our own misconceptions, 
about your character or your love for ourself. And may we be just an encouraging population who um, knows our identity, loves ourself, and then really loves others around us. We, we love you, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next month.